0: well hello I am Matt Williamson and we are going to talk Mason Rudolph today and I really like this move and you get brought this up many times I've kind of been lobbying for bringing back Rudolph just because having an extra adequate quarterback is never a terrible idea and adequates not the best word in the world in the world <laughs> best word in the world for your quarterback signings and draft picks and all that but trust me when when I was at ESPN for 10 years Right about this time of year, I wrote my least favorite article of the year. They asked me to rank 32 backup quarterbacks post-draft. And I beg you to try this. You know, just even pick a division. Even pick this division. Backup quarterbacks are sparse, and it's brutal out there. And to me, Rudolph is a middle-of-the-road backup. And that has a lot of value in a league that played 69 starting quarterbacks last year. There were teams several teams that started four different quarterbacks and now the Steelers have three that you can start and potentially win a game with, you know, and not embarrass themselves and run the offense and the familiarity with the offense is immense to me. So, I think now these three were all in camp last year. I'm sure it's very clear Kenny's the one, Mitch is the two, Mason you're the three. Um and how I'll be really interested to see how they spread out those snaps. And all three are going to make the team. They don't have to worry about these camp arms and those type of things anymore. You know who your three quarterbacks are going to be. But there's some angles here. Is from what I've seen, I didn't see the money. I assume it won't be huge. But it sounds like Rudolph signed a one year deal. That's not official yet. Mitch only has one more year on his deal. Before this, I had you know thrown out the idea. Why not tack a year on to Trubisky's contract and lighten his cap hit this year? And then you have next year's backup set. And then even when the Rudolph stuff came up, I thought, what if you signed Rudolph to a two-year deal? They only signed him to a one. Send Mitch on his way after this year. He'll probably help you in the comp pick world, Trubisky leaving. And Rudolph's, boom, easy number two, super familiar. Him and Kenny will get along, all that stuff. So now you got two that are coming up after the season. Now, this isn't Montana and Young hitting the open market where you can't get bring either back. You know, Even if one or two of them have a very good year or some really good starts or, heaven forbid, Kenny gets hurt early and Trubisky plays 12 games and wins nine of them. I mean, you probably would have to send them on his way. But also, also there's the factor of now, keep talking about quarterback injuries around the league. If someone goes down from another team I think you'll get calls about Trubisky and maybe he's worth a fifth round pick a month ago, but in three months, he's worth a third. You know what I mean? And you're you're already set at the backup spot. They're going to keep three. They always keep three. The pecking order is very obvious. I don't have a strong opinion of how they'll divvy out snaps in terms of the three preseason games, but I don't think we have to figure that out on May 16th at the moment. So I like this quite a bit. I mean, again, you have three quarterbacks that, frankly, the Rams, the Panthers, these teams that were just riddled with injuries would have killed for last year. I mean, in Trubisky and Rudolph in particular, backup types. So I do think those guys have value. And why not keep a known, a known, you know, I mean, you know exactly who this guy is. Hard worker, not a huge upside, but I think he's a long-term number two in the league. Trubisky probably views himself as more than that. And I understand that, um, And which is probably why he wants to hit the open market a year from now. And maybe he gets a ch- chance to shine, whether it's preseason or due to injuries, or maybe Kenny falls on his face, which I don't think he will. Um, but it's a good situation for all. It's certainly a buyer's market without question, you know, across the league. And I'm a little shocked that someone didn't have a, a, a spot for Rudolph. That was a little more favorable to make him a true number two. Um, be back in a minute here to talk about some other potential roster rumblings. All right. Yesterday, the Steelers also had Quan Alexander in for a visit. The off the ball linebacker. Most of his time was with the Bucks. He's bounced around the league a little bit the last couple of years. I think he's been in the league eight years, give or take. The third round pick out of LSU ran like a four five five coming out. I mean, he is an athlete that flies around the field. Now, sometimes they bring these guys in for a visit. Bud Dupree comes to mind, just for medicals. And I do think there are some Alexander medical stuff out there. He's, you know, he's a little bit smaller at his age and he's bounced around. Um, Last three years, he hasn't played a ton of snaps, but he's been a part of defenses. Early on in his career, I thought he was a typical linebacker that got manipulated more and got by on athleticism, but he's gotten better in that regard. Um, He's not a star. I mean, he's a roster filler dude that I think would compete with Roberts, although they're a lot different. I mean, it, it, Roberts is more the heavier take on guy, Alexander's more the fly around speed type dude. Um but I don't know if they decipher that as strongly and certainly not as strongly as they once did. But once you know my real takeaways from that visit are I think they realize an off the ball linebacker needs to be added. I mean again, it's not going to be Lambert or Kirkland, but they do need to add an off the ball linebacker into the mix that's likely to make the team that's a veteran that's been around the block. And so whether it's Alexander or Rashawn Evans who have brought up or player to be named later, I think that will get done at some point. The other thing though about Alexander is he has a little bit of a deficiency in that he has very little special teams, you know, uh, experience. He came to the league, quickly became a starter, Never really did that at LSU. So what I'm familiar with, he has not done much special teams, which can be a problem with these guys that have been starters and not, you know, late round picks that made their bones on special teams. You know, They come in, start, and then never really get that experience. So it doesn't mean he can't do it. I'm sure he could run down on kickoffs for you, but he's not an ace. You know, if you were adding a linebacker for depth slash competition, I would prefer that as is the case with Roberts, which is maybe why he's signed and these others aren't, that I know he's an ace. So when he loses the starting job or isn't a prominent member of the defense, he's still helping me a lot on game day. I don't think is that guy. That doesn't mean he couldn't be you know, coached up and willing to do so late in his career. But he can run and he has some experience. He has some pop to him. He, he will – Hit you and, uh, you know, again, run and hit player. So I like where their head's at is really my, my overriding theme of today's podcast. I mean, Rudolph makes a lot of sense to me. Another off-the-ball linebacker that's been around the block that can run certainly makes a lot of sense to me. So keep commending this team in terms of their team building their off season, but I think it's really warranted. So there you have it. Um, I have an article up that went up last night. That was I guess Monday night about the Steeler offense, the youth on that side. I urge you to check it out. It might surprise you just how young they are. Um, Interesting team build there as well. So I'll be back tomorrow. Over and out.